shit, the holy shit, it is fucking late. Holy shit, holy shit, I do fucking hate. <laughs> I do fucking hate it all. I do fucking hate it all. I do fucking hate it all except for fucking football. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's the Outlaw Man Now Motherfucking Podcast. Woo, woo, woo! With me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Sadie Dog right next to me here. She's not looking at me. She's probably mad at me for some reason. Uh, it doesn't even need to be a reason. She's a woman. They can just be mad at you for no particular fucking reason. Right, Sadie Dog? Sadie? Are you going to look at me? Wean dog's uh, licking the chair. <laughs> if you guys think I'm kidding about her licking the chair, I'm not. She is licking the chair. Uh, it's gotten to the point where she just licks everything that I just, I have to live with it. I have to live with a chair that's been licked way too many times. Don't know where the cats are. Probably out on the porch. Nobody cares. Uh, but hey, how was your day? Was it a good day? Yeah, it was. I know it was a good day. I'm sure it was a good day. Why? Because it is Monday, June 13th, 2020. Dose. Monday is a good day. Fuck that whole Mondays aren't, aren't good days thing. Fuck Garfield. Fuck Garfield. Fuck lasagna. Fuck John Arbuckle. Fuck them all. Uh, fuck Odie. Odie was the name of one of my cats, though. I loved Odie. He was a good cat. Uh, Mondays can be good days. It's the beginning of the work week. It can be beginning of new challenges. It can it can be a whole lot of fun, right? Just turn things around for yourself. Make things fun. Um, if, if it hasn't been a good day, I don't know. Go grab a beer. Um, go read a book. Go watch a television show. Go do something. Or go to bed and wake up and tomorrow will be Tuesday. And he can, Tuesday, did I just do a Peter Brady? Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. And tomorrow will be better, right? It'll be better for sure. My day was okay, everybody. It was long as fuck. It was a 14-hour day. Hey, oh, I always forget to do this right off the bat. If you're a first-time listener, I'm Stu McAllister, your host, I used to be a comedian, used to uh, do social work. Now I'm, uh, depending upon who you're talking to, floating through life or crashing through life. E- either is completely acceptable. But as I just said, uh, today was a long day, 14-hour day, driving the Dippin' Dot van. I took the two dogs with me. They always love it when they come along. I, I love it too. The dogs prevent me from murdering motherfuckers. You know, like a lot of people have that emotional support dog. I don't need an emotional support dog, right? I I can leave my house. I can go function in society. I'm not anxious. I'm not nervous. I'm not any of that stuff. I can get on an airplane without my dogs. I can go do whatever. I, I can leave my dogs at home. But having my dogs with me makes me feel better. Clearly, and it, it reminds me that if I were to murder a motherfucker, I wouldn't be able to see my dogs anymore. They probably won't let the dogs come into prison with me. So I look at my dogs and go, I can't murder this motherfucker. 
I want to murder this motherfucker, but I can't murder this motherfucker. The world will be a better place if I murder this motherfucker, but I can't murder this motherfucker. Unless I can get away with it. <laughs> I'm just going to need to figure out that component, everybody. So long day. Drive, driving to Alpina. Hail. Ogras. Uh, West Branch, all these shithole towns that hopefully you have never been to, right? They're shithole towns. Uh, I just want to tell everybody who lives in these shithole towns that roads not only lead into them, but they lead out and you can fucking move. I, it was funny. I'm driving the new van. We got a new van, everybody. The One of the old vans died, so we got a new van. So it's a new van. It's new to us. It's not new, new. Still figuring out the quirks. It hasn't been retrofitted. Uh, so it's we've gone old school, depending upon a lot of dry ice in these trucks. I use a lot of dry ice. As I've mentioned, uh, I think probably on the Patreon, I can actually hold dry ice in my hand for longer than anyone should be able to do. <laughs> it's just building up calluses. Kind of like I have a callus on my soul. I have a callus on my hand, and I can hold dry ice for a long period of time. So uh, when I got to one of the stops, I, I got to use the back door to get to some of the freezers. So I was using the back door, and then apparently when I, when I left to move on to the next stop, I didn't close the back door all the way. Something happened because I'm driving down the road, and then the back door opens, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I, I hit the brake. And the door slams close. Like you, I hear it and I see it and it slams close. And, and I, I, I go on to my next stop. I get to the next stop. And all of a sudden this truck pulls up and pulls up like right in front of the, the van. So I've already parked. But I'm like, why is this motherfucker? Is this going to be the guy that I get to murder today? Is this the one that I'm going to murder? Is this fucker going to say some dumb shit to me? And uh, he, he didn't necessarily say dumb shit, but he goes, hey, did you know your door was open back there? And I looked at him and I was like, yeah, did you notice that it's closed now? Like, yeah, okay, I got it. Thanks, man. Where were you uh, before, you dumb fuck? But, but the weird thing was, he's like, hey, did you know it was closed I was, or open? And I was like, yep. And I gave him the thumbs up. And then he just stared at me for like five seconds. And I know five seconds doesn't sound like a long time. But just have someone stare at you for five seconds for no particular fucking reason. And you'll just go, what are you, a fucking lunatic? Why, why are you staring at me? Like, I don't know what he wanted. I don't know if he wanted me to go, like, get out and give him a handshake. Uh, give him a hand jibber. Give him a high five after the hand jibber. Like, I don't know what he was wanting from me. Uh, so I was like, okay, thank you. And then he drove off. And uh, hopefully I'll never see that guy again. Hopefully I, I'll never see him again. It was a good day for selling dots. As you can well imagine, it's getting hot as balls out. I sold a whole bunch of shit. It was good to do. I don't get paid, everybody, by sales. I don't work on commission. I get paid if I sell a hundred cases or zero cases. I get paid the same. But I realize that uh, I get to keep my job if I sell more product. Like 
clearly they're going to need me to do more driving if people are pounding dib and dots and uh, they need more. So uh, it's always a good thing. And to be honest, I like it too. It's always frustrating going into a store, ripping open the freezer and going, oh, fuck, you don't need any. Because then it just makes you go, why aren't you selling this shit? It's summer. It's hot as balls out. It's ice cream. It's for kids. Do you not have kids who come into this establishment? So uh, it was good to do, but it, it made for a long fucking day. 14-hour day is long. And again, I, I realize that a lot of it, a good portion of it is um, just straight driving. But uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to just drive for six-plus hours a day? Pro probably not. People are always amazed when I tell them where I drove and they're like, oh, fuck, did, you didn't stay overnight or anything? I'm like, no, like my boss actually was telling me today. He's like, hey, if you got to stay somewhere overnight, feel free to do it. I'm like, are you high? Like, I'm going to polish this bad boy off and I'm going to get back and then I can work tomorrow. Like, it's just, it's just one of those things of like, you just want to do it. You don't want to be fucking dilly dallying around. Plus, I get to find all sorts of sweet change. <laughs> I get to find all sorts of sweet change underneath the freezers. And I'm going to tell you this, everybody. I can guarantee you there is change in every parking lot. Because every time I walk into an establishment, I find change walking in. Now, it's usually just pennies. And I know a lot of you are not picking up pennies. But I am not above picking up pennies. I got this little fucking uh, barrel thing. It used to be for pretzels. And I took it and I just chucked the change in there. And it's full. And I can almost guarantee you there's $3 million of, of pennies uh, in, in this bucket. So one day I'm going to cash it in, everybody. I'm going to cash in that motherfucker. So we'll, we'll see how rich I become. How rich I become. I, and then I'll never fucking podcast again. <laughs> um, I... Ween. I swear to God. Ween. There's no reason to bark. Don't come over here. I don't want you over here. You go back... No. Go back to licking the chair. Go lick it. I said don't come over here the fuck's wrong with you all right get on top of the couch and lie down uh this weekend everybody uh for those who don't follow me on facebook or twitter uh i did something on saturday uh that i've done several times before but it's it was interesting i uh i sell stuff on macari I've been posting one thing a day on my Facebook or my Twitter for the cell, and it's all sports shit. And on Saturday morning, I posted uh, a Tom Brady jersey from when he played with the Patriots. It was a super nice jersey. I liked it. I know there's a lot of people out there who like Tom Brady, uh, but apparently I am uh, friends with more people who hate Tom Brady <laughs> because I had people approach me and go, hey, I will pay for that so that you can burn it. I'm like, hey, uh, I am not above burning shit. If you pay the price that I'm asking, I will fucking burn it. So people paid the price that I was asking, so I burned that motherfucker. And uh, I made a show of it too, other than just burning it. I, um, I smashed a table. I pounded some beers. I did a shot of blue cheese uh, salad dressing, and uh, I burned it, and, it. and it was fun. But... 
the table that I had for it was a small table, small folding table, card table for kids, right? So it was a little different than the ones I've been fucking destroying. And it was, uh, there was more metal on it than normal. I don't know. So, um, so I go, I jump on it and I crush the shit out of it. But not only did I crush the shit out of it, I slammed my head on something. I'm assuming I slammed my head on the table. Cause if it was the ground, the ground in my yard is fucking hard as a rock. Cause I, uh, I, I, I didn't knock myself unconscious, but I did knock myself loopy. If you watch the video, you will see me get up and stagger back towards the camera. Because uh, if there was an, a, a referee in the fight, he would have stopped it. He would have stopped the fight. He would have given me a standing eight count, and I would have been out. But uh, I bring it up only because I'm still in pain two days later. <laughs> My, my neck hurts. I gave myself whiplash or something. And it's funny because I had more pain from that ju jumping and crashing a table than I did from when I crashed my car a couple months ago doing 70 on the highway. So that's going to tell you a lot right there, everybody. Uh, Seatbelts save, saves lives and uh, keeps, you, keeps you relatively pain-free. So uh, buckle up, buttercup. So if there's anything that you guys want me to burn, uh, if there's a team that you hate, you hate the Cowboys. I got a lot of Cowboys. I got a lot of Packers shit. I got a lot of Colts shit too, but I don't think anyone hates the Colts. I've never heard of anybody going, I fucking hate the Colts. The Colts are a team you either like or you're kind of indifferent to, right? Me as a Bills fan, I'm, I'm indifferent to the Colts. I don't hate them, uh, but I'm not. I'm not necessarily going to cheer for them. I like Frank Reich, their their coach. He used to be the uh, quarterback for the Bills back in the '90s. He was a decent quarterback. I don't know. So if there's any team that you want me to burn, let me know. And if you pay the price, I'll fucking burn it. I'll make a video of it. So there we go. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, I got tagged in a post by my buddy Adam Deggy. Now, if you don't know Adam Deggy, Adam Deggy is a comedian from Grand Rapids. Uh, he was my roommate for a while. Uh, we've done a lot of shows together, Adam and I. I would say he's kind of uh, one of one of the few contemporaries I had in town. Right there, there weren't too many people doing comedy when he and I started, who who were still doing it. Uh, today, all right, people people fade to black pretty pretty easily in comedy, but he tagged me in it and he basically was saying that he uh, the the comedy scene in Grand Rapids is is fucked up. <laughs> he didn't quite say it like that, but that's what he meant. I, I I read between the lines, Adam. I know what's going on. He said it's fucked up, and he's like it was a lot better when Stu was in town running shit, and um. I take that positively because I've always said that I feel there is a level of responsibility for older comics to teach newer comics uh, how to do things, right? 
whether, you know, it's, uh, I can't, I'm not going to teach you how to write a joke or tell a joke. I can give you suggestions, um, but it's going to be up to you to, to fucking go, hey, I want to talk about my mom fucking the dog. And I would be like, you don't want to do that. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to stop you. So, uh, you know, and then you teach them uh, onstage shit and whatever else, professionalism, whatever. But So I prided myself on that. They're, they're pr- I've taken uh, dozens of comedians on the road to open shows, giving them guest spots. I've, I've gotten comedians headlining spots where I've opened for them in, in venues. Because I'm always about help those who help you. And I'm not going to lie, when I first started, there was nobody really fucking helping me, everybody. There was, I can't, there were really no comics in this town who were more experienced than I was who were just doing shit. And so um, I ran my fair share of open mics. I did my fair share of hosting at Dr. Grin's. And I used to do uh, a free class on uh, how to be a good MC. I did a se- several of those. I've given people notes, so I took it. I took it as a positive thing. I I have not been on stage in two plus years. Haven't had any really desire. So it's nice to know. But here's the thing: people c- come and go, and right now I uh, I have gone. <laughs> I am not the coming. I am the going. And so there always needs to be somebody else to take take that spot to take over and if nobody's kind of taken over that's unfortunate and a lot of it has to do with just uh, who has the initiative to it it's not even necessarily the funniest person would i consider myself one of the funniest people not not necessarily no i was i was better than most but i wouldn't say i was the best but i put myself in a position where i could probably achieve more than others just because of uh my behaviors and our interactions, interactions with people. So it's, uh, that's sometimes more important than how funny you are on stage. There's a lot of guys who are very funny on stage, but are fucking cocksuckers, motherfucking cocksuckers. And so you just don't want to deal with them. So that was nice to hear. Am I going to get back? Am I going to get back into the game? Fuck no. <laughs> nope. If people want to talk to me about shit, sure, I'll talk to you. I just don't see myself getting back on stage. It's weird. And part of it was uh, comedians. Comedians are a gossipy bunch of bitches, man. They love to talk shit. And uh, people share shit with me for no particular reason. Um, and I, I'm finding out some things that are disheartening. There is a... Uh, comedy conglomeration i guess he'll call them that is is earning a reputation of not paying their comedians and that is not a reputation that you want particularly when you're you're like a local based uh you don't want to fuck off the local comedians you don't want to piss them off because eventually you're going to need guys to uh host shows maybe feature shows do other things for you and if you're you're fucking with them it's not a good thing, because this is what I'll say. And I, I mean, I'll tell everybody this. Uh, comedy is a rough business, right? It's it's a rough and tumble business. It's, it's very much uh, hit or miss, feast or famine. And the deal is, 
if you say that you're going to pay somebody this amount of money, you pay them that fucking amount of money. It isn't the comedian's responsibility necessarily to get fannies in the seats unless you're doing a door deal. And for those who don't know, a door deal is the comedian gets the door. So it behooves the comedian to get 100 people in paying 20 bucks a pop, and then they'll get, what is that, $2 million? So they'll get a lot of money, uh, and then the, the venue just gets, like, food and drink. Really, only bigger-name comedians will fucking do door deals, right? Because uh, it doesn't matter how funny you are. If people don't know who you are, people aren't necessarily going to fucking come in to see a show, so... Because, uh, you know, I, I've had people tell me, they're like, oh, it was kind of light this week. Will you take less money? And I'm like, no, fuck no. Fuck you and fuck your mom, right? Like, I have uh, never been paid more because all the shows were sold out. Nobody's ever fucking given me a bonus because shows were sold out. So go fuck, fuck you and fuck your mom. You're the one who's getting all the, the reward and you're the one who takes all the risk. So I'm I'm hearing some bad rumors that this uh, conglomeration's not paying the locals, shafting the locals, and I'll tell the locals, <clears throat> I don't know if there are any West Mission comedians listening, but fucking get yours. If you are promised X amount of dollars, you get paid X amount of dollars, right? Now, if X amount of dollars is shit, hey, we'll pay you $10 to host the show. Now, if your time and energy is worth $10, then go have at it. If your time and energy is worth more than $10, don't fucking do it. I, I See, I have never had problems with comedians taking gigs that are low-paying. I, I don't have a problem with it. Why are you taking those gigs? Stage time, connections, you're trying to work out new jokes, you're, you just happen to be in town, whatever. There can be various reasons why someone might take a show for 50 bucks or whatever. Is that shit money? Absolutely. But I'm not going to fucking judge anybody for taking it. But get yours. If you're promised that 50 bucks, you get that fucking 50 bucks. You fucking get it. You fucking get it. All right. I know on one of the podcasts, I can't remember if it was the freebie or if it was a Patreon, but I talked about that Rangers fan who sucker punched that Lightning fan at Madison Square Garden. Like, I don't know, you maybe you've seen the video. I talked about the video. Um, it's unfucking real. It's it's clearly it's fucking an assault. Um the the Lightning fan Never saw this punch coming. He got hit right in the face. He went down. He smashed his head on the cement. The This asshole fucking fled. A witness tried to stop him. He assaulted the witness as well, too. Um, the Tampa Bay fan fell backward, hit his head on the tile floor. Yeah. Uh, the guy who got hit Sorry. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, my God. I got shit going on everywhere. Uh, 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 um. Let's see. The lawyer for the guy says that uh, he was acting in self-defense. Now, 
I'm going to call bullshit on that, everybody, because I don't know if you guys have seen the video or not. There are absolutely no fucking Lightning fans anywhere near. It's like this guy is the only Lightning fan around. He's the only guy who went to the fucking game. And uh, I, I'm calling bullshit. I mean, there was nobody fuck Nobody came to that dude's aid wearing a lightning sweater. Everybody was wearing Ranger sweater. Goldman, the lawyer for Anastasio, uh, the lead singer of the bassist for the band Fish, said he was acting in self-defense. He said Anastasio repeatedly tried to defuse and de-escalate the situation, one where he was immensely outnumbered and ultimately threatened by a group of highly intoxicated individuals. Now, I don't know where these fuckers were. They were not in the fucking video. He sucker punched the dude, and then if he was completely outnumbered, why weren't any of these people fucking chasing him down and beating the fuck out of him? While he is anxious for the rest of the story to be revealed, he also trusts and respects the court process. We are confident that James will be vindicated once all the facts come to light. No fucking way. There's no fucking way. There's no way that you watch that video and go, oh yeah, that guy, the guy who punched him, who sucker punched the guy... The guy who got sucker punched clearly deserved it. Like, he clearly was the aggressor. The guy who got sucker punched wasn't even looking at the guy. He was, by, like I said, he was by himself. It was unreal. Unfucking real So for them to claim that it was self-defense and the guy was protecting himself, fuck him. I hope that dude, uh, I hope he gets the death penalty. That's what I hope. Or I at least hope they chop off his arms. Maybe that's better. We need to live in Saudi Arabia. And so a dude like that, they'd be like, well, we're chopping your arms off, dude. What do you think of that? Go fuck yourself. You're never going to be able to punch anybody ever, ever again. We're going to chop your arms off. You, the only thing you can do now is, like, kick people in the balls. And if you do that, we'll chop your legs off. And then you can't do anything. And then you're just going to have to roll around and try and trip people because that's all you can do. The only thing that you can do effectively now is become a doorstop. That's all you can do. You got no arms, no legs. You're just a fucking doorstop. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. So fuck that guy. Fuck him in the butthole. Fuck him in the butthole. He's a piece of shit. He's a Rangers fan. He's a stupid man. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Uh, speaking of uh, losing your limbs, there was a story here. Uh, from my great state of Michigan, Warren, Michigan, out uh, out there over near the Detroit, Detroit. This happened on Saturday, so just a couple days ago. An explosion went off in a fucking residential neighborhood. And people were like, what the fuck? It was three in the afternoon on a Saturday. You're like, what the fuck? Too early for fireworks. Uh, are we getting invaded? Is Russia invading us? Have they mistaken war in Michigan for uh, the Ukraine? Like, what is happening here? There was one massive explosion followed by several others, which sounded like fireworks going off. Neighbor Lawrence Bear told the TV station WDIV. First responders swarmed the street, including police and firefighters and the Michigan uh, bomb squad. And they came in, and they're like, oh, f oh, fuck. There was a dude in there uh, who, he was building bombs. 
this motherfucker was building bombs and apparently he was not good at it because they blew up and they blew off his arms. <laughs> He's becoming a doorstop. <laughs> oh my God. Warren Police Commissioner Bill Dwyer said that the man was being investigated prior to the explosion and he has a criminal history of building explosive in addition to weapons charges. Other bombs were found at the home along with a small arsenal of guns and ammunition. Uh, investigators believe the man was part of an illegal operation. Jesus Christ. Investigators said the homeowner was handling an explosive device when it suddenly detonated, blowing off a hand. Uh, and it was reported later that he lost both his arms. How do you lose both your arms? How does it not, like, affect your chest? How do you not, like, if your arms get blown off, how are you not dead, right? Like, I've had uh, my shoulder dislocated, and that is a shit ton of pain. I cannot imagine what it's like to have your arm completely ripped off. What the fuck? Uh... So what do you think this dude was like in day-to-day in -day life, right? Do you think he was uh, a member of Greenpeace or PETA? Do you think he worked for, like, a bookstore? <laughs> do, you, do you think he meditated and did yoga on the daily? Or do you think this guy uh, shaved his head completely had a lot of fucking tattoos. Uh, you probably could smell him before you saw him. Uh, drank a lot of fucking PBR. And probably uh, had a tin of skull in his back pocket. Do you think any of that? What's more likely to be the case? Do you think this dude was uh, missing some teeth? Uh, do you think he fucking had... Uh, tattoos on his back that said hate the man what do you what do you think everybody do you think he ran a goat farm and the, he, he had people over for goat yoga do you think that's the case or do you think he was a huge pile of shit <laughs> who were now all better off because this dude's arms have been ripped off <laughs> this fucker can no longer make goddamn bombs unless he learns to do shit with his feet and let's pray to god that this motherfucker uh does not have that kind of dexterity with his lower extremities oh, jesus christ he's in your neighborhood i'm looking at the house it looks like a relatively nice house warren's not complete shit i mean i'm sure there's spots in warren that are shit but fuck jesus how would you like to live next door to that guy You'd probably rather live next door to me. I mean, I rant and rave and I yell at these dogs a whole lot, but I'm not making fucking bombs. I'm not going to blow my arms off. Christ. All right, two more things and then I'm done. This is a shorter one today, but tired AF. Uh, yeah, as always, no one I like to let you know about um, weird, weird things, weird food. There is a... Uh, a local Michigan ice cream shop that is partnered with a Michigan soda company. And I know everyone's like, it's called Pop, Stu. It's called Pop. All right, fuck you and fuck your mom. 
Uh, I call it soda. I grew up calling it pop, and then I goddamn matured, and I realized this shit's soda. And if you think it's pop, and uh, you want to fight about it, let me know your address, and I'll I'll fucking come over with some homemade explosives. <laughs> um, Brown Dog Barler and Restaurant in downtown Northville and downtown Farmington, over there near Detroit area, has teamed up with Detroit's own Fago for one-of-a-kind flavors of ice cream you're not going to find anywhere else. They're going to start uh, being served Friday, June 17th. Holy shit. No one is really doing Fago ice cream on this level, Greg Richards, Director of Operations at Brown Dog, told them live. No one's really done a push like this, and we had the ability to put that together on a retail level as well. I cold-called Fago and asked them about doing this. It started with one flavor and developed into a six-pack. Brown Dog is using eight different Fago flavors to make it six flavor combinations, which are chalk and rye. That's Fago rock and rye with ribbons of chocolate fudge and chunks of brownie. That sounds gross. Motown Jam. It's a Fago Red Pop. Swirled with ribbons of chunky peanut butter. Okay, that sounds gross too. Citrus mist, Fago moon mist, and Fago orange with bits of Marciano cherries. Now that one sounds okay of the three so far. That's the good one, citrus mist. Peaches and cream, Fago peach and Fago cream soda with shortbread cookies. That one could be okay too. Groovy grape, Fago grape. It should just be called purple drink. Purple drink! Fago grape mixed with vanilla sandwich cookies. Okay, that one sounds good. And then unicorn swirl. Fago cotton candy pop with pink marshmallows. That one just sounds too goddamn sweet. So three out of the six sound good to me. Uh, Brown Dog will sell three of the flavors by the scoop at its two shops. Chalk and Rye, Unicorn Swirl, and Groovy Grape. All six are available to purchase in pints for $8.50 each. Jesus Christ. Uh, but if you buy four, you get one free. They'll also sell a boozy unicorn swirl shake. So I guess they got a fucking liquor license there, huh? So uh, I wish they were selling it in like a grocery store. I don't want to fucking go all the way to Northville or Farmington. I think Adam, Adam House, you live over there near Farmington. Go to Brown Dog Barler and get some of this Fago ice cream. Do it. Do it for me, listener Adam. I, uh, Fago, for those who are unaware, Fago is kind of like a uh, cheap version of everything. <laughs> but people in the Detroit area love that shit. And not being a native Michigander, I'm like, I don't, I, whatever, I guess. It's okay. It's okay. It's kind of like store brand shit. But it's everywhere and people go nuts. It's the, it's the soda that fucking Juggalos use. The Insane Clown Posse fans, the Juggalos, they're always drinking Fago. Whatever. Because they're from Detroit. All right. I'm going to read a Dear Annie and then I'm done. You guys know, long-time listeners know, I love to read Dear Annie. Uh, I, I haven't read them before. I read them to you. I just look at the headline of it, and then I'm like, oh, that's exciting. 
So then I read the letter, then I give my response, and then I'll read Annie or Amy or Abby or whoever. I'll tell you what they have to say. But this one's a Dear Annie. Annie Lane. Dear Annie, I want to build a bomb shelter instead of renovating our basement. Why not both? That's that would be that's my response already. This goes well with that guy fucking from uh, Warren. He should have fucking built a bomb shelter. But anyway, dear Annie, my wife said that you would never print this letter because the subject matter was not worth your time. But I'm going to try it out anyway. For the past six months, my wife and I have saved five thousand dollars to have our basement redone. We have four children. Given the current political situations, I asked if instead we could use some of that money as a protection shelter, should there ever be a nuclear bomb? She said if life gets to that point, she would rather die with fellow Americans than live in a shelter. Just trying to prepare. Um, okay, this is me responding to just try to prepare. Dear just try to prepare, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> Whatever you use to build a bomb shelter ain't going to do you squat. If a nuclear holocaust, if a nuclear bomb goes off. Now, it doesn't say where this guy lives. I'm always curious as to where these nut jobs live. Because first and foremost, I'm assuming that if, uh, if a nuclear war happens, it's because China, Russia, North Korea is fucking hitting like a, a metropolitan area. They're going to hit New York, D.C., L.A., something big, right? They're not going to fucking nuke goddamn Nebraska. They're not going to nuke fucking Wyoming. Oh my God, all those fucking buffalo in Wyoming, nuke them to hell. So if you live, and I'm always assuming these people who want to build bomb shelters live in like the goddamn UP or some shit, no fucking place that nobody ever wants to go to. So you're dumb as fuck. Your wife is right. Was it happy wife, happy life? Use all the money that you have, $5,000 to redo your basement. You got four fucking kids. Or let me ask you this too. We get nuked. You, you're in the bomb shelter. Then what? You're eventually going to need to leave the shelter at some point. Everything's going to be uh, nuclear radiation everywhere. Is that the world you want to live in? I'm with, I'm with your wife. Let's fucking all just die. All right. Let's see what Annie has to say. Dear prepare. I tend to look at the glass half full and believe that would not happen. With all that being said, I'm a strong advocate for readiness. Better to be prepared and never have to use it than to not be prepared and not have it. Perhaps you would co could compromise and build a shelter into the basement. Okay, now, Annie, you're, um, you're just an enabler. You're an enabler right there, Annie. Um, don't fucking enable crazy behavior. That's crazy fucking behavior, Annie. You're not helping the situation. You should agree with the wife. Happy wife, happy life. Don't build the fucking shelter. Uh, get your get the husband to be uh, unbrainwashed. Have him stop watching YouTube clips, and you'll be fine. Put a bar in there. Have a have a man cave, dude. Fucking sack up, Sally. When that fucking bomb strikes, you'll you'll want to be gone. You'll regret. Wasting your money on a goddamn bomb shelter. What's a bomb shelter look like anyway? All concrete, just shelves of fucking canned goods, boxed water. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking put a bumper pool table down there and live your life. Put a ping pong table down there and live your life. Christ. All right, that's it. You guys go live your life. I'm going to go live my life. We're done for today. Hi, Sadie. She's staring at me.
you doing? What do you need? You're go away. Uh, if you guys can do me a solid like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, if you could, that'd be great. If uh, you guys could also consider subscribing to the Patreon. What's the Patreon, Stu? Glad you asked, imaginary person. The Patreon is a paywall, meaning if you want any of the content on it, you get to pay for it. Well, what the fuck is it? Well, the Patreon for the Elemental Podcast is just more podcasts. Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. The Patreon is pretty much every other day of the week. So uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And uh, for five bucks a month, you just get more. So if you like this shit, you'll love that shit because it's the same shit, just more of that shit. So just consider five bucks a month, one less ice mocha mocha in your life. Consider it. If you guys can uh, go check out these four things, you probably know what they are. If you're a longtime listener, go check out Magic JBM. It's John Badass Midgley, magician, social worker, all-around good dude, probably not making bombs in his uh, garage, but I don't know. I've never actually met John in person. Maybe he is a guy fucking making bombs. I don't know. Got my eye on that guy. But anyway, he's got a page on Facebook for his magic stuff. Magic JBM. Go check it out. Adam House, I mentioned to him about going getting some of that Fago ice cream. He and his wife Stephanie have a Facebook page. Uh, it's called the Sunday Slaw. On Sundays, they go to a different restaurant. They get some coleslaw and they eat it. And they do a little Facebook Live of it. And there you go. So it's pretty good. Go check it out. And Adam also uh, is a realtor. So he can help you sell a home, buy a home, or he can probably answer your questions. So if you got any questions about a home, uh, get a hold of him over at the Sunday Saw. He'll help you out. Uh, then my boy Matt Harper. He's on vacation. He's out driving in the Northwest somewhere. Last I heard, he was in South Dakota. I don't know where he is today. Hopefully he's not going to Yellowstone. They closed down Yellowstone. Apparently there's flooding in Yellowstone. So Matt, if you're listening, don't go to Yellowstone. It's over, baby. Uh, but Matt's got a page on Instagram and TikTok for his art, Matt Harper Art. He makes art, he sells art, and you should buy some. Or you can commission him to make some art for you, and he'll uh, he'll draw it for you. He's, he's a very talented person. So go check it out, Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. And then last but not least, we got bare boards and tables. That's bears and like a grizzly. Bear boards and tables. My buddy Mark, he's got a bandsaw of some kind, a chainsaw of some kind. I don't fucking know. And he's making some cool shit with it. Wood. He takes wood. And then he makes like a cutting board, keychains, knickknacks of all kinds. All very cool. So uh, go check him out on Facebook and Instagram. Bear boards and tables. And they got a, a Macari store like I do. And uh, if you buy something on his Macari store, mention the Elemental Podcast and get a 10% discount. Do it. Do it. I got a uh, Buffalo Bills keychain and a State of Michigan knickknack. It's all very cool. He did that for me. I do appreciate it. So go check it out. You'll like it. So that's it, everybody. I am done. Thanks for listening to this bullshit. Uh, I will see you tomorrow for the Patreon. Or I'll see you on Thursday for the freebie. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, send me any kind of stuff you might want me to talk about. Maybe I'll talk about it. Uh, thanks, guys. Love you. Have a good day. Goodbye. Okay,